You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, Buns, Buns. Joining us for our 11th episode of Girly Mags, where we'll be going back to the March 1999 issue of YM with our cover girl, Drew Barrymore. As usual, we'll be covering some embarrassing moments, reading the official 100% legal last will and testament of one of our readers, our listeners, and taking a closer look at uh, what a day in the life of a boy's boxer shorts actually looks like. Spoiler alert. Tons of boners. Just like so <laughs> many of them. You dudes need to calm the fuck down. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that is so accurate. Um, we are sadly still down one host this week. Amy isn't with us this time around, but we will do our best to fill those super cute shoes of hers. My name is Dee Mortimer, and to my right, Lauren Presky. I just got shit on by a bird. <laughs> it was in my hair, it was on my shirt and it was also on my leg you did it a good job cleaning it off too. <laughs> it was really <laughs> wet shit to be like have a consistency to it this was yeah. like rain yeah, yeah it was really insane. weird the yeah. rear twist it was nba legend larry bird <laughs> <laughs> larry bird shit on me <laughs> well that's what you get for being mean to my cat um i found out yesterday that uh my rising sign is sagittarius so i'm very into that right now Ooh. <laughs> is Mercury in retrograde? I don't know. It's not. I feel great. That's the only. <laughs> that's the only thing I know how to say about like horoscopes. I don't know whether anything or not about astrology. Mercury's in retrograde. Rowie. Speaking of uh, retrograde and all that, I would just <laughs> like to say hello to the Girly Mags universe. This week, I'm a bagel and a coffee deep. It's your old man, Young Manischewitz, aka YM. Not too sassy to be classy. I'm here to bring you the lowdown on farts, shits, and periods, <laughs> and of course, boners. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, by the way, if you're at the H Mart, pick me up a vanilla Semenko, and I'll be your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my name is James Holler, a.k.a. Marilyn Mansplain, and that's all I have to say about that. Shocking. <laughs> yeah, that is shocking. You guys all went on for too long, so let's... Let's move it along. <laughs> I'm cutting my intro yeah, short. Yeah, explain a little bit. It was just like the reason why I'm doing this was because everybody else's fault but mine. <laughs> nope. You guys, <laughs> you guys stepped into it with so much drama in the RNC. It's kind of hard being T R U M P, but somehow, some way, he keeps coming up with crazy ass shit like every single day. You should literally over. start May every. He start a little beef all right, with the all right. North Koreans. Oh my Actually, God. I was kind of interested in where that was going. <laughs> <laughs> I was not. <laughs> Three in the morning and he's still tweeting. <laughs> Hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about what was going on in March of 1999. Spoiler alert, not a lot. Pluto became the outermost planet again. Yay, hooray for Pluto. I never knew they weren't, that it wasn't the outermost planet. Remember that huge drama when Pluto stopped being a planet? Yeah, I think that happened recently. Rude! Rude! 
Imagine getting kicked out of the solar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've so missed your voice so much, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure all the listeners have as well. <laughs> March 21st, Bertrand Picard and Brian Jones become the first to circumnavigate the Earth in a hot air balloon. Not Brian Jones. Brian Jones didn't <laughs> die. He <laughs> circumnavigated the goat with Captain Picard. <laughs> Isn't that like what happens when you're like a psychedelic musician and you die? You <laughs> circumnavigate the universe, bro. Whoa. Uh, I've never been in a hot air balloon, but I've always been interested in trying, so possible birthday present. Don't look at me. (laughs) There was a huge, like, a huge disaster with a hot air balloon. Okay, never mind. Yeah, it, like, (laughs) fell out of the sky and lots of people died. What (laughs) is with you? You're in a dark place right now, I am in a very dark place. Oh, my God. Let's hear it many times. D mentions murder (laughs) and mayhem on this episode. Speaking of which, March 26, 1999. Dr. Kevorkian was charged with second-degree murder and the delivery of a controlled substance, sentenced to 10 to 25 years in prison. But he only served eight of those years. Finish him. Oh, my God. (laughs) Because he killed people. Well, he didn't. He assisted them. Yeah. Okay? March 5th, Cruel Intentions is released, one of my all-time faves. Mm -hmm. Also, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, one of James's faves. Uh, March 28th, Futurama debuts on on One of Lauren's faves. (laughs) Is it? Great show. Layla would be a great Halloween costume. I was Layla one year. Really? Yeah, I was. Halloween's coming up at the Buns (laughs) Flea. Yeah, October 31st on Tuesday. Too much explaining for your costume. Did you have a giant one eye? Yeah, I made one eye, and I had like a purple wig, and I walked into the room thinking like, fucking sweet, everybody's going to get this costume. (laughs) Nobody did. no one did. You guys are making it a lot harder for me to cut all the Futurama shit that I wanted to cut. (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> I'm allergic to bird shit. <laughs> March 31st, 10 Things I Hate About You, R.I.P. Heath Ledger, Julia Stiles. Rip. I haven't seen her in anything Rip. in a while. The Matrix, first, epi- first uh, episode of the Matrix trilogy movies is released in theaters. Did you say Did Matrix trilogy? Did you just call it the trilogy? trilogy? <laughs> Did you say the Matrix trilogy? That's, That's so much better. Yo, That's the Matrix so, so trilogy. That sounds like the best like mixtape for like a, a hip-hop artist like com- just coming out. The trilogy. The Matrix yeah. trilogy. Smoke weed every day. The trilogy. Yeah, you guys you're, I'm like got contact high here. Wow. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Believe Cher was number one for four weeks. Congrats, Cher. You're that was, killing it. That was the first commercial song with autotune in it. Did you know the inventor of autotune initially planned on it being used for like echolocation in like geology or some shit? And then he realized it made your voice sound ma- weird. Was that the same video that you masturbated to? No, that was a, a way earlier video. Oh, Cold Hearted Snake? No, that's Paula, Paula Abdul. No, it's more fake news on behalf of <laughs> Girly Mag. Wait, wait. Let's see if I can turn back time. I love that that's song. That's what I knew. I knew that. Oh, that's I the one with the kid that she's dating. That. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't love it enough to like rub off one to it, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a good song. I like it. A Day in the Life of a Boy's Boxers. Yeah, we'll get to you. So, yeah, there was Kiss Me, Six p- Pence, None the Richer, No Scrubs, Trauma Records, Files of $40 million breach of contract lawsuit against the members of Bush for failing to deliver a new album. Uh, uh, Honestly, though, the Sixpence <laughs> six None the Richer song, I don't know if anybody remembers like buying a sweater at the Gap to that song or like whatever. <laughs> what that the fuck? That shit yeah. makes me stop in my tracks yeah. and like look around <laughs> and just go like, please somebody <sighs> kill me basically. I'm just looking <laughs> around for the most like able person that could get the job done at that point. I'm <laughs> looking for the most able person who could kiss me under the milky twilight. <laughs> what? Oh, it's the lyric. Oh, it's the lyric from the song. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, what the hell? 
<laughs> Under the moonlit stars? Is that the right lyric? Why are you looking at Why D? Are you looking she at doesn't D? know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What, you act like D's like, you know. I hated that. Oh, song. Under the Moon and Stars, <laughs> probably. Uh, uh, Marilyn Manson is injured when he slips and falls during a concert at the Great Western Forum in Inglewood, California. This just He happened. just got injured on set. He keeps on falling. a concert. Oh, my God. It's been, what, 15 years? <laughs> yeah. Shout yeah. out to the accident prone. Yeah. <laughs> He's True. a lot less scary when you find out how clumsy he is. He's actually really tall. I feel like tall people are more prone to accidents. That's tallest. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? That's it? Yeah. 99, ah. you are fired. You're you fired, 99. You've given me all boring. you can. Sayonara. <laughs> right? You've got mail. <laughs> all right, you've got emails. <laughs> Girly mags. And you're going to read them. We've got one from our listener named Kate in Toronto. She wrote us and shared her will that she wrote when she was like, I'm just saying one more time. I'm really stoned, guys. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me try one more time. Oh, my God. Can we leave that in? Yeah, okay. We can Hold absolutely on. leave that in. Fine. This is a will that Kate wrote when she was 11, titled My Will. <laughs> Super legally binding already. <laughs> I want original. my ashes to be locked in a snazzy little box snazzy. and the key thrown into Lake Huron. Was she 11 or 111? <laughs> snazzy box. <laughs> the box is to be buried in the Milford Track in New Zealand. In the box, along with my ashes, will be a picture of Limp Biscuit, <laughs> 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 a group photo of my friends, my silver dolphin ring and thumb ring, and my two friendship bracelets from Kayla and Kyle. I want my college fund to be given to Bailey W. and everything else to anyone. My beanie babies will be given to my friends. My posters are to be kept up on my wall, except give the Limp Biscuit one to <laughs> Shell. Lucky Shell. My lava lamp is to be given to B, who is John. Must be a nickname. I don't know, dude. It's insane. She says it's her real, legit will. <laughs> <laughs> and if her successors don't honor these words, she will rise from the ashes and live to spite all of them. Oh, my God. That's so gold. So inconsiderate to make someone have to go all the way near New Zealand to dump your lousy ashes. I'm Actually, they were buried. I'm literally walking down the street to the dumpster. That's how much I... I just imagine, like, archaeologists in the future uncovering that box and being like, huh? With this picture of Limp Biscuit? Yeah, well, she <laughs> gave that Limp Biscuit picture to Shell. She loved Limp Biscuit <laughs> so much. She was like, the first thing she said was, I want a picture of a Limp Biscuit. And then she's like, and then some of my friends. Yeah. <laughs> we know how to prioritize. I was a huge fan of Limp B. Also, if, if you were my kid and you die and I have a college fund for you, by the way, lucky, I'm not giving it to your random loser friend. I'm just keeping that money. <laughs> What would you put in your will at 11? Mine would have oh, been my, Jesus. Ta my Tamagotchi, probably, or my Nano Pet. I didn't have a lot of possessions. Books? Yeah, I had nothing. I had nothing <laughs> to my name. I had a bunch of heavy metal T-shirts that I gave to some stoner in grade 9. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, my God. metal T-shirts? Don't talk about Lauren like that. I would have somehow convinced like uh, my parents, or I would have gone on like some sort of like walkathon charity thing to get a double grave so I could put all my metal T-shirts beside <laughs> me. You can get an extra grave if you participate in a walkathon <laughs> charity? Is that like, you get this walkathon and then you get this free cemetery grave space. Site. <laughs> grave site. That was my concept of money, though, from an early age. It was the first time I ever like had to deal with money was going on the Walk for Israel and going for, from door to door to get pledges. <laughs> no, you walk like 20 miles in and then at the end there's some balloons and stuff. Man, I Is there a clown holding them? <laughs> <laughs> there's probably Tell a clown there. That was back in the day where clowns were just, you know, not as uh, 
creepy heated as they and are scary and everybody everybody forgot times. about john wayne gacy and like slowly started <laughs> trusting clowns again. what the fuck <laughs> d murder and mayhem featuring d murder and mayhem mortimer to be fair we're reading a section about a will so yes. you know what oh, we're already yeah. talking about I think the whole gacy thing kind of just like yeah had petered up by then because people weren't like constantly subjected to images on the internet and stuff like that but so then it came out it but the then, original then, yeah it. the it miniseries came out and then everybody was back to not trusting clowns again <laughs> as you should but then the clown thing that came out last year where clowns were just showing up out of with knives out of I what know, in the states people were dressed up as clowns and and the the producers for the the new adaptation of it were like very quick to come up and say like this isn't us this isn't <laughs> don't follow the don't follow the clowns into the woods they're not they're not working for us I thought you asked a really good question of like what would be in our wills. Yeah, I did too. Mm-hmm. You guys didn't finish. I I feel like my will would include my whole collection of Fear Street novels. Yeah, nice. And and my really weirdly large scarf collection. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I'm always finding out more about you through this podcast. <laughs> how I like to play it. Oh, at 11, I had a bass guitar that I never learned how to play, so I would give that to someone. Uh. Mine would, I, I want to be buried with nothing, just like how I came into this world <laughs> with nothing. <laughs> okay. And I traded that bass guitar and amp into cash converters for turntables and a mixer. I don't know what you said, because your mouth's tight and closed. <laughs> Everything's just one word and a sound. Mm. <laughs> I just want to see how long that could have gone on for. <laughs> In my will, I would leave my uh, dental insurance to James. <laughs> so he could go to the dentist. Oh Hello, Girly Mags Universe. Welcome to the most embarrassing moment of your life. Everybody knows that young Manischewitz was back in school and they all saw my pubes before I had any pubes. <laughs> and now I have an embarrassingly large amount of pubes. So <laughs> it's embarrassing for me on all counts. So Dee has graciously volunteered a coin to flip. We want to know if you guys out there want to hear about things like periods or diarrhea. What do you guys prefer? We're going to flip a coin. And <laughs> we're going to make up your mind with this coin. Well, we're going to see where the tides, what the tides have to say. And D, I don't now. want you to worry when he says you volunteered the coin. You can keep the coin after it's flipped. <laughs> really? I can keep this quarter? Yeah. Amazing. Classic, um, classic so flipping coin. Tails, the quarter. Tails is the D and heads is the P. <laughs> Got All right. It. Welcome back to Stony Baloney, formerly known as Girly Mags. Flip. All right. <laughs> All my money is tied up in Israeli bonds right now. That's what, what is I mean. it? We've got heads. It's All got right. heads. It's we've got period. Hit us with the period. P rod. This is for all the cheer people out there. I was cheering at our homecoming football game and unexpectedly got my period. I didn't have a tampon, so I quickly stuck on a pad and ran onto the field. All my friends and their parents were there to support me. I even saw my crush in the front row of the bleachers. I wanted to do a stunt to show off. So in between cheers, two other girls and I did a basket toss. Right when I was up in the air, 
for all of you who don't know what a basket toss is, yeah, I, I don't either. Please send us an image <laughs> of that. It's when you it's when you hold them in your arms and then you throw then them you up. Throw them up. Is like that yeah. every cheerleading move. Yeah. yeah, I know, but that's the it's one. A, that's it's a classic one. Toss. Actually, no, they actually they show have it. an Can illustration. Can someone look here. up basket toss on Urban Dictionary just to confirm <laughs> what it says? Please. It's basically it like two people uh, face to face, and then they throw another person up, and the person spreads their legs. Therefore, really problematic in certain situations. So, want to do a stunt, got the basket toss popping off. Right when I went up in the air and I did a split, my pad slipped out. I fell right on the track. To make matters worse, our mascot picked up the bloody pad oh and God. waved it around. <gasps> like a flag, a red flag. <laughs> oh, God. My guy saw the whole thing and he never even looked at me again. By the way, I just was reminded, and I'm sure I knew this, but pads are sticky on one side, huh? Yeah. What do you mean you just figured this out? I we don't knew hold it, it with but our I didn't minds. Know it, you know? Hey, Marilyn Mansplain, you forgot the last and best part of this entire article because now this person who will remain nameless is known as the cheer bleeder. Oh. That's a really clever nickname. Oh. High school students are so good at coming up with mean nicknames. They're the best. Yeah, like mine, Patty. Uh, I had a friend. Situation. I had a friend who called my roommate's name uh, was Norm Jizzeranski, and he changed his name to Norm Jizz his pantsky. <laughs> <laughs> Did he actually? Yeah, that was his nickname for like a week. I can't even <laughs> say what my nickname was in elementary school because like I have trauma. Oh, uh, that's not good. So I can't not even good. Say it. No. I don't. I never had a nickname. Not until I was an adult. <laughs> but if we can guess it, the award is making D cry. No. No. <laughs> What was Terrible. your nickname? Lauren I just said laugh. I don't know. You I don't. don't know. I never had a nickname. Oh, I, just, was I really acknowledge. Actually, I would kind of like to know how this person put a pad on. Yeah. Like, did she put <laughs> it on the outside of her underwear and that? Well, how she it said came she out? did. She so I looked up a basket toss, and it's when all the girls stand in a, or guys they stand in a circle and go like whoop and throw you up in the air. Foop. For those of you <laughs> who can't see us, we are fooping so hard right now. So what if you're wearing like she wh- did what split. do you wear? You wear those like bloomers. Uh, yeah, it's really short skirt. Yeah. And not that I know, because I never look at the cheerleaders. <laughs> well, she wears short skirts, and you wear t-shirts. No, the the cheerleaders. She's well, cheer captain, and he's in the bleachers. Are you really reciting like Taylor oh. Swift? It makes sense go. to the context. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> well, for all you guys who just Get joined with us, it, Lauren, we're trying to find out the physics of keeping you know your stuff together at you know, at that time there where you're kind of in the I mean, maybe it was a maybe it was before wearing. wings, before the wings. Yeah, totally. Into your, yeah, like, this is back in the day. I feel 99. like they had wings in There was 99. wings in ninety nine. Uh, which maybe yeah. she didn't have them. Her pad certainly had wings when it went flying. Right? <laughs> 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 that was good. By the way guys, let me mansplain how to apply a pad to you guys for <laughs> oh a second. God. Apply it to what? You gotta <laughs> peel it back, I assume. It's got some kind of like a thing, a Adhesive? tissue paper thing oh, on it. Oh, let's keep going. This is good. And yeah. This is what the entire world needs. Do right you? Now. Do you? This is what America needs. Here's right the now. question <laughs> I have. Now, do you? Do you like apply it to your underwear and then pull the underwear up, or do you push it against your vagina and then like kind of like <laughs> ease into your underwear? <laughs> you put it on your underwear and pull your underwear. Right. Up. Okay. Got it. Yes. You push it against your vagina. It's not. Well, I thought science. maybe you like, like held diaper? it to your vagina and like pulled so it applied. I oh know. my god. I'm amazed of what you think girls do in the bathroom. <laughs> like one hand <laughs> holding it there, and then the other hand, no, that wouldn't really work. I don't even want to describe how I put Diva Cups in you, because <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah, I, I just would rather, 
hear what Keep you it think a mystery. I, I think you like lay the diva cup on the ground <laughs> and then spread <laughs> so and kind of <laughs> jump onto it. Okay, I w- you, you can totally edit this out, but do you think that there's someone out there that's ever like in the process of putting on a pad started to kind of like just masturbate? <laughs> <laughs> and then it just got onto something, and that it was just like it kind of got into something. Generally, then, I don't masturbate like, on my period because it's did gross. Did the two not go on? <laughs> I get horny on my period at some point. Like oh, around so do I. Before, I get yeah. super that's horny. What I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Like I feel like if I was if I was doing that, maybe I would. Maybe I would. I'm just very like, I'm very hot and cold on my it. period. Like, I don't know. First two days, I want you to stay the <laughs> fuck away from me, and then the last three like three days, I just want to climb you like a tree. Well. <laughs> I had sex with a lady on her period. She was like, I'm on my period. And I went, blank, I'm an adult. That doesn't matter to me. He's talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Can I ask you guys, like, do you guys, are you guys cool with, like, having sex on your period? Like, I while am. you're having your period? Yes. What's better, first day's? Or like last day. No one's, saying, last no one's saying absolutely no. I'm just curious. My, f- my first day, I, I bleed like a stuck pig on my second day, <laughs> and then like <laughs> 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 I yeah I I bleed really heavily on my second day, and then for day two and three it's usually pretty heavy, and then four it starts petering out. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Dude. What I you know my motto's always been in the red rivers flow and take the dirt road. <laughs> All right, we're not keeping that in this. <laughs> we can edit that whole part out. <laughs> oh, we're definitely doing that. Oh, yeah. That is that's like five stars. That's the reason why we have a five star rating on Apple. I have a really <laughs> and really the explicit <laughs> rating as well. And one review, guys. Seriously, review us. I don't even care if you don't listen. Wait, more if you're not listening, how are you hearing this? More importantly, where the fuck's my quarter? <laughs> Anyways, learn how to put a pad on, James. <laughs> Love is a guy that thinks he's flying this also known as a I feel personally attacked. Why? Because you sit on your broke ass. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah. Me too. Remember when they came out with that No Pigeons? Like, yeah. fla- who was that? Does anybody remember? No one remembers exactly. that. They're not guy. important. They're no not important. Yep. Yeah, that was uh, really bad. Speaking of copying that song, Ed Sheeran got in trouble for his new song. He got he probably made so much cash off of it, and he got yanked for this mm-hmm. uh, for being exactly like No Scrubs. Jeez. Yeah. What's the song? Yeah. Uh, it's a I no haggis. <laughs> I love your body. He's it's like English. It's like I'm in love. With, I'm in love with your body or something like that. Yeah. You know, like you've heard. I'm in love actually. with your body. It's a body and it's a body like that. Wow. Oh. We just unearthed that uh, <laughs> Jewish R&B singer, people. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, the reason we played No Scrub is because is we're going to be talking about what's inside of boys' boxers, which are little scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, under YM's personal and confidential, a day in the life of a boys' boxers. What's it like to live with a penis? How often do you guys get turned on? When is it a pleasure? And when is it a pain? Here, one brave pervert takes us <laughs> undercover by Pervert Anonymous. 
I think it's funny that he remained anonymous. Yeah. Oh, he's such a pervert. This is the most perverted thing I've ever read. The guy James, like, could you please stop mansplaining what it's like to have a penis, please? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to say that. So this guy runs through his entire day from 6.30 a.m. when his alarm goes off to 11.15 p.m. when he falls asleep. And he has a boner. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen times he's talking about how hard his dick is throughout the day. <laughs> disgusting. My really boner disgusting. in the bedroom, my boner in the bathroom, my boner in the kitchen. It's my nonstop boner in the bones. Hall. The most disgusting thing I found about this is that he have to wait he has to wake up at six thirty AM. That fucking sucks. <laughs> With his daily morning glory technical term erection. That's the very first sentence. Mentions erection, and there's nothing wrong with erections, but I guess I'm disgusted with what a 16-year-old boy's daily life is because you are literally high all the time, and when you're not thinking, high is in your (laughs) penis. (laughs) (laughs) It's a Freudian slip. There is some significance, though, to there is some significance, I would say, to the early morning boner. Because that's, I feel like that's like the sign. Because one day it'll just go away. Like you'll wake up. Do you and guys still get like, them now? Won't as have, an adult? Do you not get not hard as anymore? much? Morning and I wood? never got hard this often. Like this like guy this is, is crazy. crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. He's. Ex- I think I did. He's a very healthy <laughs> young man though. He wakes up at six thirty. He's asleep by eleven fifteen. So he's like much healthier than I was. Where I was like awake by like. Like, skip first period. I get up around, like, 10. Be asleep at, like, 5 in the morning. Hide in your room and eat a bagel. That's what James says. Every time I get here, James, I'm like, where's James? Andrew's like, oh, he's eating a bagel in his bedroom. Hiding. You make it sound like I eat a bagel every day in my bedroom. That's like, <laughs> no. right, James Day. Start with a boner. Get a bagel. <laughs> Shove that boner through that bagel. It might be better for your organ clock, though, to get a lot of boners, apparently. What this kind is of a, clock? This is a ridiculous amount clock. of boners, though, in one No, day. this is crazy. This and is it's crazy. just like, it's not just like, oh, I got a boner, I got a boner. And the detail, the level of detail in this narrative is absolutely disgusting. 9.16 a.m. In Polly's side, trying to focus on today's lesson about fascist regimes. <laughs> that was the one. Well, well, well. Doesn't Miss Rossi look particularly cute in her skirt today? Nice legs. Wonder what it's like to be 30 and get to have sex 24-7. Hello, Woody. <laughs> All right, oh that's God. more like 20-something. 30, <laughs> you're <laughs> Right off a bit. <laughs> yeah. I just want to like talk about how creepy the fucking pictures are. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know you can't see them. He's what he's checking out a teacher. Look at how he's looking at Mrs. Rossi. It's, so it's, it's literally dirty. this dude is lurking in every single fucking picture. And the picture. guy is Ew. conservatively 28 years old. He looks like shows. Trump in that, in that debate with Clinton. <laughs> yeah. Hovering over her. You know what? I think the key to this guy's life is that he needs to jerk off tons more. So he just doesn't. A, a woman enters the room and he's like, "No, he just needs to jerk off more." You can't just wake up at six thirty and go to bed at eleven. Jerk off, buddy. <laughs> jerk off. He only jerks off at the end of his day. You gotta jerk off at the start of your day, buddy. Yeah, that's that how you get started. But this is the type of guy this is because at nine eighteen a.m. he's grateful to the good folks at the Gap for making so <laughs> many cool button-down shirts. And I'm not sure why. Because he <laughs> untucks them and they hide his boner. Oh! <laughs> I feel like the Gap missed like a golden opportunity for like promoting their clothing. Uh, so 4.45, back in the locker room, time to hit the showers. Okay, here's another nightmare to ponder, getting a random boner in a group bathing situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh Young Manischewitz is dying right now. In a group of bathing situation. <laughs> it's so specific. Okay, here's the real thing, though. 
gym class ended roughly, you had 10 minutes to get from class to class. There was no time to shower after gym class and then make your next class. So they James never, never ended early enough. You were just stinky all day. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I just like, doubled up on the deodorant and hoped to God, you know? <laughs> if I if I was had some sort of place to go to that was like a group bathing situation, I would jerk off like right before just to make <laughs> sure that nothing bad happened. Like, I, I don't know what's going to be at this well, group bathing situation. Ro, are you going to be so excited when you discover bathhouses? <laughs> Let me tell you. When you get, I, I feel like that age too, because guys are so immature. If you did get a boner, they'd be like, oh my God. But then they'd go home and they'd think about that boner all night. Well, and also like, it's it's so weird to have like group bathing. Like nowadays, even if you're at the gym, you have like little stalls and curtains. Why do they just like, put us in a pen with just like shower heads and just guys dicks everywhere when we're like in high school. I don't understand. Because everybody has a dick, Install dude. a curtain. They have port. They have like uh, like the, the, the different, s- what, we have just toilets with no stalls? Not everyone has such everyone body shame, James. Anyways, it explains it right here why they want you to bathe in a group situation. Because they get dressed at warp speed at 5 p.m. Because guys, quote unquote, like James said, do not want to be naked in front of one another. But it's still the same 5 p.m. that he said. Besides, guys, do check out one another. So you got to get covered up fast. You sneak a peek, and then you never ever discuss it with anyone <laughs> afterwards. Do you guys ever? Do you guys ever check out like people next to you? I feel like I feel like you would just naturally be drawn. Girls don't do it because our stalls separate each other. Don't. I look at girls. I picks. really don't think I have. <laughs> I, anytime I've seen a dick at like a. At like a like a gym changing room, it's always like someone just being really liberal with their dicks out. And it's never like the person <laughs> with the best dick. It's always just like some old guy just. But give not a fuck now anymore. as an adult. When you were younger, <laughs> when you were in that change room, that group bathing situation, did you ever look and see what what does that person's penis look like? Is it bigger than mine? We didn't shower after gym class. That's why I already told you. I think you didn't shower after gym class. Not everyone. Try and make it to class. I'm telling you. If you're a good athlete, it doesn't matter if you're late. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Um. James refused to go to the gym that had a really small changing room because he said it was so small that if they turned the corner, their dicks would get wrapped around each other. Oh, my God. <laughs> like he- like headphones in your pocket. Oh, my God. Well, Isn't considering how many times you guys get fucking boners every day. Yeah, yeah you never know. Poking each it's, like a, a ki- a, it's like a rat king. <laughs> <laughs> That was an accident. Hold on. Well, that was really appropriate. The <laughs> rooster. So, like, what? What's normal? How many boners is normal? Eleven, apparently. Average number. Av- average number of hard-ons a teen guy has per day is eleven. Average number of those erections that occur while a guy is sleeping five. Oh, so you got six per day while you're conscious. This is disgusting. Average amount of lifetime ejaculate. Did you say this yet? No. Fourteen gallons. <laughs> and in parentheses, it goes. <laughs> 14 <laughs> gallons of freaking sperm. How much money would it take for you to do a high dive into a vat of <laughs> sperm? Um, 14 gallon sperm. But, $5. But the catch is, it's that it's, your, it's from your like celebrity crush. Like it's from Leo DiCaprio's sperm. I don't think the How much jizz money? makes a difference. It's not like it's You don't handsome. know that. It's not like it's handsome don't jizz. speak for me. Are you kidding? <laughs> I would do it. I'd try to get pregnant. That's money. There. I would jump <laughs> with like I would jump legs open first and then just plop into it and starfish straight down into it. Of course the jizz it. matters. The jizz is it's like a huge factor. Yeah, but the jizz doesn't look any different. You can convince yourself mentally. By the way, fourteen gallons of jizz is what I call a Friday night. Oh my god. <laughs> Average length of All the in my mouth and hair. Unaroused. Say that again. Say that again. Average All in my mouth James. and hair. <laughs> <laughs> 
average length of penis when unaroused, three and a half inches. James. Average length of penis when erect, five and a half inches. The secret's out, so you can go ahead and put away those 12-inch rulers, boys. boys. Mm-hmm. Largest penis in the animal kingdom. About eight feet long on a blue whale. Jesus Christ. What do you guys call your dicks? I don't have a name for my I dick. call it the blue whale. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like my latte extra hot, please. Um, can you go like 109 degrees? I want to burn myself to the sun. <laughs> Kiss me out of the bearded barley. All right. So we're going to be covering Drew Barrymore, who is the cover girl of this YM issue. And this was around the time that Never Been Kissed was released in theaters. One of my favorite Drew Barrymore movies. I love that movie. <laughs> what? You didn't like it? I think it's so cute. I just don't like any of that garbage, dude. Uh, You've obviously never seen the movie. I have seen the movie several times. Do you think (laughs) her ancestors had, like, few berries, and then they (laughs) wanted berry mores? No, they were hunters and and gatherers, clearly. And they were like, we got the most berries out there. She's from a famous acting family. John Barrymore, famous actor, was her Grandfather. grandfather. Yeah. Uh, so the m- it says, could it be our very own Cinderella has found her happy ending? Yes, her career is soaring and she's got a prince at her side. Here, Drew Barrymore and Luke Wilson get intimate. Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Luke Wilson at the time. I'm just know? getting so turned on right now just thinking <laughs> about them. Are you, do you have a boner? Yeah. Luke Wilson is my spirit animal because he gained so much weight about 10 years ago. Remember he was on those commercials and he was like, what the fuck happened to Luke Wilson? But I think he's lost all that weight, so I'm still waiting for that to happen to me, but <laughs> I'm waiting for my Luke Wilson second chapter to start. Oh. <laughs> I think your book was like over long <laughs> ago. Um, they were cast in two movies together, Last Fall's Home Fries and an independent p- film called Best Men. I loved Home Fries. Remember she played like the pregnant... Southern Belle? Yeah. No, she I worked at like a drive-thru. Was she in Riding in Cars with Boys? Yes, yes. also an amazing with movie. Whippy, I right? get those movies confused. Which one's all home of them? Home Fries and they Riding in Cars pregnant. with Boys. She was pregnant in both of them. I want to watch Home Fries. It's great. This I would like to stuff. eat some Home Fries. <laughs> Honestly, though, for someone that <laughs> loves too. French fries as much as me, Home Fries are always kind <laughs> of a disappointment. No way. Yeah. I love Home Fries. Are you, are you a hash browns or a home fries person? <laughs> Oh, I love hash browns. Yeah, though. same dude. Oh. Hash browns are home fries are really, shit. but they're ne- you got to order your hash your home fries well done. Yeah, because they, if true. they're mushy, they're gross, and you got to be like, I need them extra well done. It's but like if they're not done enough, then like it's like apple. eating like raw potato. Yeah, yeah. you got to order your home fries well done, listeners. Good advice. Here's a little tip. If you're me. listening, I'm impressed because I zoned <laughs> out for the last like <laughs> fucking two to five minutes. I Just get into gone. breakfast foods, man. <laughs> oh my god, what time is it? What day is it? How long was I out for? So this is celebrating her dating Luke Wilson. She's dated a lot of people. Yes, she has. 1987, she dated Corey Feldman. Gross. She went out on one date with Christian Bale when she was 13. But they Whoa, like how old was he? Holy shit. He was probably like 12. What are you talking okay, about? Okay, I thought he was like oh, an adult. yeah, 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 me too. But you, you know, know what? how She's time old. works? She's like... <laughs> Obviously <laughs> not. <laughs> For her 10th birthday, she danced till 2 a.m. at Limelight. She's so cool. In Toronto? No, Limelight was like a famous nightclub it's in New York. It's crazy because there was also a club in Toronto there called Limelight. It was owned really? by Peter Gation. Yeah. So uh, she... Had her first drink at nine, began smoking pot at ten, and took cocaine at twelve. Yeah, that was a big thing in the nineties. She 
it, like after ET, she got a bunch of money. That was like one of her first ones, Inspire Starter. But she went to rehab really young and got her life together twice before she was twenty. Yeah, she definitely beat the odds, and then she married Tom Green. <laughs> Ninety <laughs> n- ninety-one, she dated uh, David Arquette for eleven months. David Arquette got it in. David mm-hmm. Arquette was in that movie. Yeah, he he's like her brother. S- he's like sneaky, like Ben Lee, that guy, that Australian musician, dated everyone. Yeah. Claire Danes. Other people whose names I can't remember. Are David Arquette and Courtney Cox still together? No. They did. They yeah, divorced. They, they broke. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> Are we Na- back to talking about? Friends? I don't want to talk about friends. <laughs> Nine, 1992. She did Jamie Walters, the guy from Ray. Oh. From he Nancy is a firefighter now. Jamie Walters, <laughs> Ray. Yeah, no, yeah. dude, that's the guy from 90210. He's he like beat, the he beat up guitar Donna. player guy. Beat up Donna. He yeah. kind of looks like James Dean, but they all tried to kind of look like James Dean, but he kind of almost looked more <laughs> like James Dean than the other guys, Dylan and Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> that's a long story. Segwaying into the how I met Jamie Walters at a mall. Oh, yeah, there's a photo Oh, yeah, Jamie Walters has finally come up. That was a photo of me and Jensen Ackles. Oh, but right, right, right. I met, like, I met, I got into, like, the mall. Jamie Walters was huge. Like, yeah. he was huge. Oh, yeah. And it was, like, a super crowd. I think it was Cloverdale Mall. And uh, we bought his CD, and he signed it and all that shit. And it was, like, I totally oh, he went was to a, He was an actual musician. He didn't yeah. just no, play yeah, a I remember him. on the show. He was an actor and a musician. And, musician. and then he, so like, retired. High. He was very good looking. But then he retired, and he became a fireman. And now he stars in my fantasy. Did Jamie Walters <laughs> oh leave Not to an O to be in California Dreams? I have no idea. California I Dreams. Oh, I remember that show. Don't wake me up if I'm dreaming. That, so- that no show came before 902. He also had that great hit, that, that great song, which was like, How do you talk to a name? Yes, I love that song. How do you hold her close and to where you Yeah, I remember oh, that Oh, it's so good. I probably still have the CD somewhere. Oh, my God. This is him, guys. Let's Hello. It's exactly how Rowie described uh, him. I'm not sure if he was the same guy who did that song. Who cares? I'm into it. I'm into 99, it. 99, she married Tom Green, famous Canadian from Ottawa. Which goes to show you that if you can make a woman laugh, you can make her cry. <laughs> <laughs> so then what happens after she breaks up with Tom? I'll tell you. 2002, she dated <laughs> Fab from The Strokes. Ooh. Oh. Good job. Now, famously. I remember that. They got in a fight. Famously, I was an extra on the set of Fever Pitch, which was the Jimmy Fallon buff Boston <laughs> movie. His claim to fame. Baseball movie. And uh, in the background, Fab was sitting there with, like, on the set with, with uh, Drew Barrymore. And I, he had this cool gold lighter he's lighting his cigarettes with, and I really wanted to ask him for a light. I wimped out. <laughs> He is. I don't. I don't blame you. He is very cool. I know. I wanted to be cool. I was like, "Hey, I'm the coolest extra on this whole movie. I should go talk." That's to what Fab. every extra thinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's she dating now? In I'm 2007, Wait, she more. dated Justin Long, and then she married. She has a type. Mm-hmm. She married uh, just recently. She was married to that Copelman guy who was a who? Uh, art. I don't know. His name is like something. Wait, Copelman. who's Justin Long? <laughs> He looks Bro, like everyone so else bored. He is a Mac. <laughs> no, I'm he not. was on he was uh he was in uh Pineapple Express. He was oh, on right, right, right. Uh, SNL. He what looks like a 12-year-old. What the fuck are you talking about? He was on neither of those things. He was on the Apple commercial. Wasn't he? Yeah, he was the he was a Mac and John Hodgson this was is a Justin PC. Long. This is uh Drew Barrymore's boyfriend after I know Fabrizio who he is. from oh The God. Strokes. Now that Justin Long isn't in movies anymore, Apple this is free idea. 
have him come back in the commercials and they'd be like, return of the Mac. Here he is. Justin Long's career fell apart. <laughs> oh my God. So what? <laughs> okay, so let's get back on track. Well, so anyways. she married some guy named Kopelman and they recently got divorced. Yeah, and now she's That's dating it? a businessman, David Hutchinson. She's finally moved on from the comedian. Oh, thank God. Learn your lesson. Don't date a comedian. <laughs> I have never dated a comedian, I think. What's your favorite Drew Barrymore movie ever? I I love Ever After. Mm-hmm. I what loved it. Cinderella? <laughs> I did. You know what? I, I don't it. have to. I don't have to defend myself. You don't. You don't. You just got really. I loved it. You got really dark she again. Cinderella. <laughs> it was Cinderella. Yeah. I know. I know. But the story is so dark. I obviously love ET, but yeah. lately, since James sent me that weird, or he sent it in the like the girly mags chat, that weird like ET porn meme. <laughs> I've seen it so <laughs> many fucking times. It's disturbing, bro. You can just stop playing it over and over while you masturbate. It is really disturbing. <laughs> Uh, my favorite Drew Raymore is Running in Cars with Boys. I love oh, yeah, that, that movie's great. I want to watch that. Right, that's such she a great rides Saturday. in cars. She with was the in boys. Scream. Oh, true. A classic, especially because it's Halloweeny coming up. <laughs> she was also in the Amy Fisher story TV movie 1993 as Amy Fisher. <laughs> Holy shit, <laughs> that's a throwback. <gasps> I changed my mind. My favorite movie with Drew Barrymore is Poison. Ivy. Oh yeah, I fucking knew Poison you were say that. Ivy with, with Sarah, Sarah Gilbert. Gilbert. Oh. What a badass, dark, classy movie. Yeah. Highly Rubbing recommend it. <laughs> yeah. It is so nice. It yes, is a, exactly. I don't think James has ever seen it. It's really good. Highly it's recommend so it to good. all of our listeners. I thought Drew Barrymore was so fucking adorable and never been kissed. I know. She's I so love that. Cute. I felt exactly like Josie Grossi on my exactly. first day of undergrad at 29. <gasps> I feel like old. Josie Grossi every day of my life. <laughs> oh my God, dude. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, I walk into the classroom and I'm like, oh my God, these people aren't even old enough to drink. Her comedic timing in that movie is ridiculous, though. Yeah. It's so good. Like, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Tibbs is back. <laughs> Why is he pervert. doing that with his mouth? <laughs> because he's a pervert. <laughs> he's trying to rub against you. He's like just being He friendly. likes your bird shit smell. He's smelling me deep. I can tell. He's got his mouth open. Like Andrea and James' cat me. is a fucking pervert. Presky has no idea what to do around animals. <laughs> I know. She's she has like, two cats. She has two cats. She's Don't oh. fucking come up on well me and then. smell that me. That is such a surprise. <laughs> Why? Because your nurturing side. I've never <laughs> seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> There's that really great photo shoot of her from the 90s where she's wearing like her eyebrows are super overplucked and she's wearing a like a choker daisy yeah. chain necklace. Be cute. <laughs> this fucking cat, dude. She, that was like probably right around the time where she was doing boys on the side. Ooh, doing boys on the side. Is that my autobiography title? Oh my, oh my god. god. I think we're done. <laughs> Mood. Jennifer Love Hewitt leaning like a boss against a life-size bottle of Neutrogena Deep Clean Cream Cleanser. <laughs> I made a lot of girls pregnant to that song, by the way. I'm pregnant to that song right now. <laughs> Is it Rowie's? We all talk shit about that song. We dance so much. <laughs> like the intro. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so it's time for the quiz, guys. We know that everybody waits for this moment. It's like a sweet, sweet something at the end of something else. <laughs> okay, so for <laughs> thousand, there's always the potential for that 0.1% of magic. Ooh. Or, yeah, it's 0.1, I think. I'm really bad <laughs> that at math. That math paid like off. That. You're a love doctor, not a scientist. <laughs> That's right. So we're here to find out how you rate as a first date. Me. D. 
All right, should we just get in there? Get into Do it. it. I'm yeah. keeping right. score. Here's number one. Holy pepperoni. While waiting for Luigi, the waiter, to deliver your cheese supreme at Pete's Pizza Palace. Jesus. Your date morphs into Mr. Mute. How do you deal with his long pause, a.k.a. silence? <laughs> I just assume you have something Isn't it a multiple choice? <laughs> Is she on a date isn't with you? <laughs> I want to know if she's got anything to say before I rip into the questions. I a. literally, literally go to the bathroom and escape out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an option? So the three options are, do you pretend you're riveted by the history of Pete's Pizza Palace on the back of the menu? B, do you roll your eyes and blurt out, Hmm, I guess you forgot to bring your list of stuff to talk about on a first oh. date, huh? Whoa. Like that. Yeah, Everybody should always have a list, by the way. Okay, <laughs> there's a notes in your iPhone for a fucking reason. Here's C. <laughs> you jumpstart the table talk by asking him to tell you about the website he's designing. <laughs> You're on a date with a nerd! <laughs> Nerds are hot, by the way. Uncomfortable, awkward silences terrify me. So I'm probably going to jumpstart the conversation. Mm -hmm. So I would go with C just to fill awkward silences, not because I care about his website. Can I say one thing? I hate when someone goes on a date and takes no responsibility for keeping the conversation yeah, moving forward. Totally. It really annoys me. Like, people are like, you didn't have anything to say? It's like, no, you're How supposed to also How do you think talk. anyone could get a word in edgewise if they were on a <laughs> date with you? The best thing about dating James is, honestly, you don't have to think of anything to say <laughs> past, like, the second beer. Because he'll just take care of everything for the rest of the night. Girl, <laughs> <Greenwich laughs> listeners <laughs> must be like, does James talk a ton when he's off mic? Because the answer I is think yes. during the podcast, like, I'm not oh that God. chatty compared to the rest of you. Oh, my God. Compared <laughs> to real life, believe me, listeners out there, you don't want to find out what that's like. <laughs> so I, I picked C, but I wish I was sassy enough to pick B. Wow. I don't think I'm sassy I enough. used to make a list of things to talk about when I would call a boy on the phone. Oh, remember calling someone on the phone? Oh, it was brutal. Number two, while chilling out with date dude in the park, you realize you have just gotten your period in a big, bad way. <laughs> oh, my God. So you, A, simply state that your plans must now include a minor drugstore detour. Are you going to be announced, oh my god, I just got my period. You've got to get me home pronto. <laughs> or C, Jesus. wrap your sweatshirt around your waist and anxiously hope for the best. Anxiously hope for the best, the Lauren Prusky story. <laughs> You're just going to like just bleed and hope for the best? That's that like just do whatever it takes to just do nothing. Sh I, would like that's like I would probably literally do all three <laughs> at the same time. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna choose the one as if I am current me is on that first okay. date and fully announce my period. Yeah. Because you know okay. what? You can't date me if you have any kind of a squeam factor with it. That's, that's true. true. Okay, I'm fully announcing number three. You're hungry, babe is giving new meaning to the phrase fast food by noisily inhaling his meal <laughs> quicker than ew. you can say ew. What do you do about this less than divine dining? Please oh explain this to me. Give oh me the answer God. because it's my life. This is my life and the guy that I'm dating actually is just always a you need to slow down and savor your food. <laughs> That's my life too. He goes, you need to savor your food. So I just learned how to chew. <laughs> Andrea bothers me about drinking too fast. She eats too fast. <laughs> That's different when you're an alcoholic. <laughs> so are you going to ask him what it was like growing up in a cave? Ooh, Be politely inquire if he skipped lunch and hope he'll swallow before answering. Or C, are you going to ask him to pass you a napkin, which you hold up over your face <laughs> to mask 
your look of horror. I like that up. I, this, editing this, a part out this of my life. This presupposes that I'm not looking just as crazy <laughs> while I eat. I will destroy food. Like it's just I'm probably kind of you need me the too. you need the e that this is true love that you're just like. <laughs> Like, no, you know look what? Look up at each other like, yes, you're the one. We discussed this in the last podcast episode, and I feel like if you still want to date me after I've just eaten my appetizers and yours, <laughs> then then I think it's probably a match made in heaven. If you're going out to dinner on a first date, you're fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah, do not go out to eat on a first date. That's a good point. That's Here's good point. our advice as elders to you. Stop doing <laughs> that. That's not good. Let's go with B. B. Yeah, I'll do B. I'm going to be polite, but pray that it stops. I'm going to be polite <laughs> while praying and hoping I don't spray my food at him as well because we're both fucking animals. <laughs> Here's number four. Mother of moments. Your date returns from the men's room with two feet of toilet paper stuck to his shoe. You. A. Quickly help him remove his soul train and then tell him about the time you came out of the bathroom with the back of your skirt tucked into your panties. Oh my god, that's happened to me so many times. Me too. I tried to say panties and not pronounce the T, but it still panties. sounded gross, eh? <laughs> Here's B. Do you laugh so hard you couldn't possibly clue him into his fashion faux pas? Or C. Do you excuse yourself from the table and pray that he discovers his paper trail while you're gone? Obviously, I do the thing that makes me not a fucking cretin and very quickly remove the soul train. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd be laughing so hard <laughs> that I couldn't oh, even tell him because like I'd be la- <laughs> I'd be just laughing because it's so funny. You don't see it very often, but when it happens, it's like such a thing. Like you just slipped on a banana peel. Lord, There's like toilet paper on your shoe. Lauren likes the, the the bar early of emasculating her man. Just being like, <laughs> also, that question I'm going to in- show my embarrassing movie knowledge, but that's literally a scene out of. Gwen Paltrow and Ben Affleck movie called Bounce. That's so boring. We can cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) No. Boring. We're leaving that in. What's going on, James? (laughs) Mr. Tibbs looks like a dinosaur. He's so cute. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you you chose A. You already said you chose A. A. Yeah. Because I don't. I don't know. I'm. I feel. I. I don't like laughing at people unless they're actually like a stand-up comic. And I'm. Well, hopefully they're able to laugh themselves. Like I would love to be like, hi, you have the thing on your thing. You're like, oh my god, I do. That was so embarrassing. And you laugh and you tell your grandkids. That would be. That would be a good. That would be another good way of that happening. But I mean, I also feel like it would be very nice if I just kind of like discreetly made it so that he wasn't walking with toilet paper attached to his. (laughs) I mean, it depends how uptight they are. I guess yeah. if they're like shy. Number five, you're psyched that Crush Boy is your date for the big school boogie. But when the first song comes on, you notice his groove's so lame that it makes the Macarena look cool. Hey, no offense to the Macarena. I think it's a great it's dance. Rude. What do you do? This would never happen to me because I move like a swan. But <laughs> Do you ditch the dance floor and let rubber band legs kick it solo? B, grab his hand and try to show him smoother moves. Or C, keep enough distance between you to make it look like you're getting down with the guy next to you. <laughs> Why isn't there just a way to just dance with him and let him do his own thing? I, that's do what you guys, I would think. Are you guys comfortable dating a guy who can't dance? Like, 
or dating a person who can't dance, gender regardless? Yeah, I think so. Would you would you I'm go not, out with I me if dancing. I dance like this? Me too. I love dancing, and I've dated people who don't dance. And then when we go out to like certain <laughs> events, not can, no, not dancing at all is is something that's yes, questionable. 100%. But you know what? If, if you're goofy, yeah, own it. Yes, exactly. But if like if you don't dance full stop, okay, we might have a problem. But if you have, if they're just like a crazy dancer, then I I don't know. That's I would cute. be cute. Okay it's kind of cute, cute if they're dorky. It's adorable. Yeah. I, I oh my god, there are so many women at weddings who are with their lame-ass husband or significant other. He's like, oh, I don't dance. And then, like, they've been waiting to dance. This woman, like, only goes to weddings and dances sometimes. And it's like, will you please dance? And he's like, no, it's just so hard. I never so knew hard. that you that you were the type of person that would empathize with a woman at a wedding who is in a sad marriage. I feel really bad when, like, <laughs> a, joyless, a joyless... He used yeah. to be in catering... <laughs> I feel bad when, like, a woman's dating a man who's joyless and, yeah. like, refuses. Like, she's so excited and having so much fun. She wants to dance. And he's like, that's no, nice. I don't that's a dance. Thought. It's upsetting. Well, I think that you're stuck here because you don't really yeah. have super um, good options. But I would probably go with B. Yeah. But just because, like, both of us seriously seem to like dancing. So yeah. I maybe would go with don't, B. Don't shame people for no. things that they enjoy. By the way, slip him some ecstasy. Let him get his freak <laughs> shit on. <laughs> Give him some, like, Is that what you God. do with those unhappy wives, James? <laughs> <laughs> I, I slip their husband some ecstasy. He was like, oh my God, oh, I don't usually like right, I don't right. usually like the macarena this much, but fuck. <laughs> I think they wish they could meet someone like James, pretty much. Number six, and Number please keep in mind six. that I am reading off of an actual magazine here, so in no way do the opinions affiliate with the opinions of young man of Shevitz. Okay, James, honestly, it's like he makes a face. <laughs> he fucking makes a face when someone else like talks for a little longer. Yeah. But you're the fucking king of that. Yeah, it's like is, you gotta shit or get off the pot. Do you okay. live in a world <laughs> do you live in a world of brevity or do you live in a world of fucking abundance? Where I just wanna you, listen to this stand? rant for the rest where of the Where do you stand? I think I'm your Lauren and Lauren is my Lauren. We are nothing, James. <laughs> you are James. It's funny because Rowie wasn't even looking at him and I could just see it out of the side of his Rowie fully angry. didn't break eye contact with Lauren. <laughs> I <laughs> thought he was talking to me at first and then I realized he had heard James <laughs> sigh. I just laughed so hard when he said that that my nostrils like explode, like the roof of my mouth exploded in my brain. Well, here's number six, guys. 90s chica that you are, you pick your guy up for the first date. And has this ever happened? Does this happen? I would never, ever, ever make a girl pick me up. (laughs) (laughs) What if you didn't have a car? I'm sorry. I want to live in a world that is like, you know, progressive and shit. But this is is small town shit. This is downtown. Here's the thing. I would pick you up just because if I'm going out on a first date with a dude, no fucking way do I want him to know where I live. Oh, that's a good move. You really do. It's a safety thing. Yeah. Don't mansplain. Don't mansplain that kind of shit to me. I yeah. don't want a stranger knowing where I fucking live. Well, I True. Mean, just why no, you go on a first right. date with strangers? Like yeah. you should get to know each other a bit better. Yeah, fully. You well, know, now if people just friends meet. or whatever. But like that's fine. But no one picks anybody up at their house. That's weird. So that's as old school. Yeah. It's mean, high school. This is high school, yeah. guys. Yeah, exactly. Remember that. This someone is you high know school. from high school. I will. I didn't mean to. Oh God. I didn't mean to. Hitler. Go on, please. Wow. <laughs> 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 The glasses are off. (laughs) (laughs) The girly man's glass is definitely half full. (laughs) (laughs) So you finally get to my house. 
<laughs> or the person in question here. <laughs> and old-fashioned folks that he's got or they've got, the parents want to meet you and break out all his butt-naked-in-the-bathtub baby pictures. What do you do? A, ooh and ah, along with the proud parents while casting secret winks at your guy to let him know you won't use this indecent exposure against him. Do you B, turn beet red and try hard to avert your eyes from the uh, Franken-beans? <laughs> That's or the second C. time they use Franken-beans in this magazine. <laughs> it's making me hungry. Or C, barely give the pics a quick once over, then grab your guy and bolt. Well, I think I don't think I would do B because, like, literally, there's nothing weird about a naked baby photo, um, unless you're John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> <laughs> you already made me like or lose Gary my shit Glitter. once more, and holy shit. Um, I would. You know what? It would depend on how like uncomfortable he looks in the situation. If he looks like he's not into like his parents breaking out the naked baby photos on the first fucking date, I would probably try to see take him very quickly by the hand. Yeah, read the yeah, body language. I think so. Yeah. So that's C. And if he thought if he seemed into it, you would probably just leave. Yeah. <laughs> Number seven, over Froyo. You tell your date that anyone who grooves on heavy metal is a twisted freak. Ew, you're a freak, bitch. But <laughs> as you're leaving, you oops, notice the Metallica patch on the back of his jacket. How do you save face in this situation? Do you A, pat him on the back and ask him to help you take your foot out of your mouth? Do you B, you don't do anything. You're way too busy reprimanding yourself for having such a monster-sized trap. Some Ooh, kind of monster. Big mouth, yeah. C, save face. You have nothing to be embarrassed about. Mr. Metalhead is the one who should feel foolish. C is rude. That, that is, is rude. rude. A, A is the cool answer. But A is just like owning the fact that I stuck my foot in my mouth and yeah. have also horrible taste in music, clearly. <laughs> but no, probably A. So after you and a new guy have a blast on your date, you're psyched to see some fireworks during the finale. But the goodnight kiss you share turns out to only be, uh, dang, now what? You A, smile and say, that was nice. Maybe we can try it again sometime. B, quickly stammer, thanks, uh, bye. Then run inside to fret that he thinks that was the worst kiss ever. <laughs> or C, do you give him the big kiss off? Hey, if the dude can't make you feel like you're Liv and he's Ben, you don't have any more of a future together than the earth facing Armageddon. Shout out to Amy <laughs> Michelle Smith who cries because Bruce Willis is a hero. I'm a really, I'm really You're shy, into aren't you though? Yeah. No, but I'm really into kissing. Like it's important to it's somebody You want to say like, maybe we should try it again sometime, That's, like right go, now. Yeah. <laughs> I would go, yeah, I would be like, maybe we should try this again sometime like immediately yeah. so that I can suss I out how be. horrible this is going to be because I'm so, it, kissing is a deal break. We have a score and the score is... You're a first date Frady cat. Oh. You're sure. one point off of being a normal person. <laughs> sure. The first dates are scary, but they'd seem less so if you stop to realize that your dude is probably feeling just as skittish. Now Boing. that you know you're not alone, take these hints. One, don't focus on the clumsy micro moments. Two, if a mishap occurs, pretending it didn't happen only increases the awkwardness. Yeah. Instead, make a joke about the lettuce stuck in your teeth. He'll be so turned on by your confidence <laughs> that the tension should, voila, 
simply vanish. When you chill and accept the fact that he loses it if he doesn't dig you, you'll up your chances of having a blast and scoring a permadate. What does that really mean? The fuck mean is a permadate? D? Is that getting married? <laughs> what are these fucking child brides of the LDS? <laughs> That's Jesus actually kind Christ. of on the nose, though. Mm-hmm. It's ki- I am kind of yeah, like a nervous first dater. Sometimes yeah. these uh, personality quizzes really reveal stuff about yourself. Yeah, Although so. I didn't feel like I didn't feel like my answers were that bad. Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we're yeah. done. We guys, guys, rate us on iTunes. Oh my god. Give us a review. I'm shouting to the void here. <laughs> Thank you very, very much to the reader that sent us her last will Kate. and testament. Kate. Kate. Yeah. Incredible. So please, please send us your stuff. We live for this show. Yeah, you can uh, send us stuff at girlymags at buns.com. We will. check us out on Instagram at girly.mags. Just remember, guys, never share your alcohol with James. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and the Bunsaween, October 31st at the Gladstone. We're going to be recording a live episode. It's not going to be aired live, but we'll be there. Yeah. We'll be doing some Instagram live, and we got some fun stuff. Yeah. Come see the magic. And thank you so much for listening. Tune in next time. <laughs> <laughs>